you really only hurt yourself there. But on a societal level, should we be using a purely rational approach when it comes to determining the legitimacy of thoughts? The bigger question here that concerns this debate between these two groups, should thoughts be considered to be accessing the intrinsic structure of the universe simply because they pass the test of human reason? Because human reason is always doing its work within the parameters of human ignorance. And that human that's omnipresent throughout that whole process is always subject to cultural limitations. Just like we experience time, and it's not like we're a bunch of giant clocks walking around, our experience of time is relative to the perspective of the observer. Here are philosophers in the early 20th century saying that reason and the criteria for what makes something reasonable or not are also relative to the observer. Now, it should be said, nobody, not on either side, is trying to do away with reason. Nobody's trying to do away with science. They're trying to do away with what they see as dogma, or the idea that what reason and science is providing us is access to certainty. This is why Nietzsche thought people like Kant at the beginning of the Enlightenment missed out on a big opportunity. That could have been the moment when they realized that certainty about things shouldn't have ever been the goal in the first place. We should value reason, we should value science, but not deify them. We should understand them for what they are. They're not discovering anything, they're creating something. That subtle distinction may not seem like much, but it actually has massive effects on how things play out in the world. And this is ultimately why people care so much about this. Because if you're one of the philosophers in the early 20th century that thinks reason and science are relative to the culture they're conducted in and not objectivity, then one of the first critiques you have to have about the Enlightenment is that the age of reason might have been a horrifying period in human history where we used reason to justify cultural imperialism. Because when reason becomes something that's capitalized, then it becomes the standard against which every society is judged. See, to these critics, what happened at the beginning of the Enlightenment is we made this bold proclamation that the best way to organize the relationship between government and citizen is reason. And this bold proclamation marks a major shift, not only in the way the Western world typically structured their states, but also in how the citizens saw their role in the political process. This is the birth of the individual in modern Western culture. We'll talk about it more on next episode when we go deeper into the work of Leo Strauss. 